You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Free agency time in the NFL. It is a Monday, March 16th, and a Tuesday, March 17th. It is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. What's going on, everybody? Matt Derry with you on what is a very, very weird time in our country, a scary time in our country with the coronavirus epidemic going around and and certainly the national emergency and, and, and daily press conferences from the president and the CDC and social distancing. I feel a little strange getting on here today talking about football and the Lions and, and the free agency uh, non-tampering period that starts for the next couple of days and then the official start to free agency on Wednesday when teams officially can sign players to contracts. i got to be honest, it's I have a weird feeling. I have a weird pit in my stomach. I, the NFL is going forward with business as usual, like nothing's going on in this country. And for some of you, that are listening to this podcast, you're saying to yourselves, you know, am I going to be able to pay my bills? What's going to happen to my house? This is scary. And yet football players are getting millions of dollars guaranteed to them. Well, not all guaranteed, but you know what I mean. So the optics of it aren't good. I'll be completely honest with you, but anything to kind of get away from coronavirus talk and, and if I can give you a little bit of a a release, an escape from it to, to talk some Detroit Lions and some free agency. That's why I'm here. So we welcome you. We thank you for listening to us, following us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Locked On Lions. Join us on the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page as well. And uh, leave a review if you want on Locked On Lions on iTunes if you listen to the podcast uh, there. Coming up on the show today, rumors, that's all we've got. All right, we are one day into free agency, and the Lions have not done anything yet. Not a single signing, at least of significance. If you want to talk about bringing back D. Virgin, I'm not going to break that down. Uh, some guys that I thought were maybe maybe going to come to the Lions are not going to come to the Lions. We'll tell you about that. Graham Glasgow remains in play for other teams, although it doesn't appear that's going to be the Lions. A couple of blockbusters. We got a lot to get into today right here on this very podcast. And look, here's the other thing. I'm recording this right now at 5.15, all right? I'm going to refresh my Twitter like any chance I can get because if something happens, we want to be able to to bring it to you right here on the uh, on the program in terms of um, what the Lions are doing. So as far as the rumors, let, let's start with the reports. Uh, Derek Gunn out of Philadelphia, a, a, a TV guy in Philly, and also Dave Burkett heard him this morning on 97 won the ticket talking about who could be a possible day one signee for the Lions. Well, Derek Gunn in Philly says, reported, that the Lions are after free agent cornerback Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills, he of the one interception last year in nine games for the Eagles. Jalen Mills, he of the uh, ranking of, of, from pro football uh, focus as the 99th best cornerback in the NFL. Not good. Uh, Yet, he's a body. He's somebody at age 25 that has not played very long in the NFL. All right, He was drafted in the seventh round out of LSU by the Eagles in 2016. He's played three seasons in the league, won a Super Bowl, special teamer, but over his last couple of years has played more and has started more games for Philadelphia. And uh, 
last year had a uh, was placed on uh, the pup list at the start of the year. Activated in October, made a season debut in Week Seven. Uh, had an interception of Dak Prescott in the end zone and a 37 to 10 loss. Cowboys and Eagles. Um, he has four career interceptions. And like I said, he's played in 17 games over the last two years, just eight in 2018 and nine in 2019. Uh, Dave Burkett pointed out uh, today that Corey Unlin, of course, the new defensive coordinator for the Lions, knows Jalen Mills very well because he's coached him over the last four years in Philadelphia. So if you're looking for a cornerback that might fit the bill for the Lions, Jalen Mills could be that guy. And Derek Gunn out of Philly out of NBC 25 in Philly, says the Lions are interested in Mills. Uh, six foot, 191, 25 years of age from LSU. Keep that in mind. Four career interceptions and a, a pick six for Jalen Mills, a guy that uh, you know had some injuries in college, everything else. That could be somebody to keep your eye on if the Lions are going to make a signing. But as, like I said, it's 5-16. I'm looking at this right now, waiting for the Lions to do something. And so far, nothing. But keep your eye out for the possibility of Jalen Mills. Now, what about right guard? What are the Lions going to do there? Earlier today, in a little bit of a surprise move, the New England Patriots franchise-tagged Joe Thune. Their starter at right guard, their rock on the interior of their offensive line, meaning that Thune likely is going to be making 14 to $15 million next year. Unless he's traded. Now, again, the Patriots franchising, it means they could sign him to a deal and trade him. uh, But they're going to own his rights, at least for right now. I still contend that the Lions are going to look at, I said uh, weeks ago, and uh, I'll continue to state this. I think the right guard's either going to be Thune or Ted Karras. The Lions could trade for Thune. That's possible. Or they would just sign Ted Karras, of course, um, who's great-uncle, was Alex Karras, the Lion legend. As far as money being thrown out for right guards, let's talk about this. Eric Flowers today, leaving the Redskins to sign a three-year, $30 million deal. Eric Flowers, the swinging gate, the turnstile from a couple of years ago with the Giants, as a left tackle, moves to guard, plays decently for the Redskins, gets $10 million a year from the Dolphins. He's a Miami kid to return home there. What does that mean for Graham Glasgow? Well, to me, that would raise Graham's number, wouldn't it? The Lions seem to be letting Glasgow walk. People were saying, is Graham Glasgow going to get $10, $11 million in free agency? Well, yeah, now he is. If Eric Flowers is getting 10 uh, from the Dolphins, if Joe Thune is getting 14 15 uh, this is pretty remarkable. So Glasgow's got to be excited. But again, the Lions, I don't believe, are going to be bringing him back or else they would have signed him already and re- re-inked him to a deal. So you ask, what are the Lions going to do at right guard? I still think it's going to be Ted Karras. If it's not, swing tackle and guard and veteran James Hurst today, who was slated to make about $2.5 million from the Ravens, was released today by Baltimore to clear up some cap space. Keep an eye on that name. Veteran guy James Hurst as a possibility at right guard. We haven't mentioned this, but Rick Wagner, he gone. How about the Lions? 
Clearing up that cap space, baby. Flagner's gone. Lions release Rick Wagner over the weekend. Boom. Where does he go? Of course. This is, isn't this just how it always happens? When the Lions let one of their tackles go, he goes in the division. Riley Reef, you know, set loose by the Lions. He goes and plays for Minnesota and has had a decent run with the Vikes. Now, Wagner gone. Today, he signs a two-year, $11 million deal, so he'll take a pay cut to go home to the great state of Wisconsin, where he's from, to play for the Green Bay Packers. Minnesota Viking fans got to be thrilled. I saw some stats on Twitter about Daniil Hunter and how he tears up Rick Wagner. Well, Rick Wagner now will be with the Packers as they're saying goodbye to Brian Balaga, and they bring in Rick Wagner. So as far as the state of the Lions offensive line right now, with Wagner out at right tackle, I would assume the Lions are going to sign a right guard and give the right tackle spot to Tyrell Crosby, who last year was absolutely abysmal in the preseason, only to bounce back and play pretty well during the regular season. I want to touch more on that. I want to talk about two big trades. I want to get into the Byron Jones situation and what this would mean for Darius Slay. All of that coming up next. You're listening to Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're back on uh, free agency day one, at least the non-tampering period, or the tampering period, or whatever they're calling it. Matt Derry with you, Locked On Lions, on this Monday. Hope everybody is safe. Hope everybody is healthy um, in what has been a, a, a brutal, brutal time in our country and something that we will never forget for the rest of our lives. Um, I, I Again, at times I feel a little bit weird talking football today, but um, got to do our jobs, got to continue on and, and, and try to deliver you content. It's very difficult, though, to be talking about, like I said, football and other things um, when, when, when what is going on in our country is going on. It's, it's really, really scary. All right. Um, as far as where the Lions are going to go, with um, cornerbacks, we talked earlier about uh, the possibility of Jalen Mills joining the team. And the question has to be asked, if Jalen Mills is a starter or not, um, what would you know? What would that look like? Would he be somebody that uh, w- would come right in and, and be a starter? How many cornerbacks would the Lions put on, you know, put out there, um, you know, you know, on the field at the same time. Two cornerbacks that are available in free agency. One is Chris Harris, and the other is Byron Jones. And what this would mean is, obviously, any team that was in on Jones or Harris doesn't get them, then they would probably call the Lions about a trade for Darius Slay. Josina Anderson earlier today said, quote, I'm told the Dolphins, Jets, Raiders, Eagles are among the clubs that have discussed interest in impending free agent cornerback Byron Jones. He of the uh, Dallas Cowboys looking to get paid and looking to get between 12 and $14 million a year. He's available. He's out there. Did you notice what uh, team name did not come up in that post by Josina Anderson of ESPN? The Lions. Everybody thinks the Lions are going to sign a cornerback, but it doesn't sound like they want to spend a lot of money on it. But they're freeing up more cap space. So they've got 30, 35 million, 30 to $32 million to play with. Josina then writes, I'm told the Cowboys, Bills, Jets, and Raiders are among the teams showing interest in 
cornerback Chris Harris. Older, Denver Broncos, solid player. Again, team that we don't see on that list, the Detroit Lions. Again, this is one report. It's not the end of the world. Maybe the Lions are interested, but Josina Anderson doesn't know it. But it sounds to me like the Jets and Raiders, at least, are after Jones and Harris. And we'll see where this goes. I just don't see the Lions doling out big money for a cornerback. I see the Lions doing what we talked about before with Jalen Mills or or somebody of that ilk and not one of these bigger name free agent corners. But again, if, let's say the Dolphins sign Jones and the Raiders sign Harris, well, the Bills and Jets would probably then likely be calling Bob Quinn about Darius Slay. We're sitting here today on the first day of, you know, free agency. And, you know, we're, 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 we're discussing all of these things. And um, none of it is Detroit, at least in terms of a Darius Lay trade. So we don't, you know, we, we're, not seeing, we're not seeing that as of yet. All right, it looks like we've got some breaking news. This is great when you're doing this um, live on the air. Um, <laughs> all right, just hang on a second. Literally, I'm talking, and something's happening. It looks like the Lions are going to have a right tackle in place. Um, hold on, I'm going to get this guy's name because this is insane. Uh, bu, 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 bu. This is live, folks. This is this is literally. I'm doing this. Um, I'm doing this live. Do 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 do. It appears. It appears the Lions have themselves a new right tackle, according to, according to, Adam Schefter. Not Adam Schefter. Adam Kaplan from ESPN. Hala Puluvati Vatai, known as Big V, 6'6", 320, fifth-round pick of the Eagles in 2016, right tackle, known as Big V, is apparently a Detroit Lion, according to Adam Kaplan. Five years, $50 million. Old Big V. Five years, $50 million. This one came out of nowhere. How about that? Played 476 snaps last season with the most at right tackle. 62.1 pass blocking grade, 75.4 run blocking grade per pro football focus. So there's your right tackle. The Lions have spent $10 million a year on Big V. Breaking right as we're on the air. Hmm. I, I want to look more, uh, you know, this, this is one that uh, has come out of nowhere. Ranked 11th as a run blocker last year per PFF, 77th as a pass blocker, 22nd overall among offensive tackles. There you go. The Lions have themselves a new right tackle. So much for Tyrell Crosby and what I said before. Hey, but this is as I'm talking. Big V is now a Detroit Lion. Amongst right amongst tackles last year in the NFL, he was 22nd overall. Hmm. Okay. So Rick Wagner's gone. 
Big V is in. Look, the Lions had to shore up the offensive line. Uh, to me, you draft and develop a guy like Crosby to move him in on the cheap for a guy like Wagner. And now I guess you have to ask the question, could Crosby play right guard if they don't want to sign Ted Karras or anybody else? But as far as the bigger money free agents and a guy that's going to be making double digits in terms of salary, five years, $50 million according to Adam Kaplan for Big V. Question I have is, and I got to look this up. Um, six six three twenty is very similar numbers to Rick Wagner. So if that was the case, and you were paying Wagner eleven million a year, why not just keep him? The Lions did not go after Jack Conklin, who got fourteen million dollars a year from the Cleveland Browns. Three years, forty-two million for the former Michigan State Spartan. The Lions go a little bit lower, but again, Big V's a Philly guy. The Lions have Corey Unlin. So this is your new right tackle, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I, you know, like I said, this is coming out of nowhere. Were the Lions were the Lions ready to make a, a big splash and get somebody like Conklin and spend fourteen million? Doesn't look like it. But they're replacing one ten million dollar a year tackle with another one, and they obviously feel like they've upgraded, getting Big V from Philly. And again, if you want me to try to pronounce his name, uh, forget it. Hala Polavati Vitae, former fifth-round pick of the Eagles. So there you go. He is your new, new right tackle. Bit of a surprise. You had to figure the first player the Lions were going to sign was probably going to be on defense or a right guard. Charles Robinson of Yahoo says... Eagles Big V had a strong market. He was in the mix as the next option for most every team that was looking at Jack Conklin, who lands with the Browns. How about that? So the Lions hand out ten million to Big V. The Packers hand out five and a half million to Rick. Wa- or, excuse me. The Packers hand out five and a half million to Rick Wagner. All right. So had a strong market. Chose the Lions. There you go. Look, the Lions' offensive line needs to be able to run block. Much, much better. It's just, that's just a fact. I mean, how many years have we talked about it? They've got to be able to push the pile and, you know, block at the point of attack better. He is 11th best run blocker last year amongst uh, tackles. 77th as a pass blocker. If, you know, Rick Wagner was the other way. Better pass blocker than, than run blocker. So Lions obviously kind of shoring up their run game with Big V. All right. Uh, I want to talk about this DeAndre Hopkins trade next. You've been listening to this podcast. I'm sure you've all all heard the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Lions is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Lions fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. So if your company wants to connect with Lions fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, let's put your company right here on this very show. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash advertising. Let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On advertising success. Once again, 
Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcasts.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Right, welcome back. Matt Derry with you. Locked on Lions, uh, locked on a pod, a cast, a network. <sighs> Here we go. I saw something today that I could not believe. The Houston Texans have a stud wide receiver, arguably the best in football. There's a lot of good wide receivers. DeAndre Hopkins is incredible. DeAndre Hopkins today got traded to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson and a second round pick. And Houston also sent a fourth round pick to Arizona. Or Arizona also sent a fourth round pick back. Or excuse me, DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth round pick for David Johnson and a no, DeAndre Hopkins and a yeah fourth round pick for David Johnson and a second round pick. You're 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 joking, right? And people are saying, well, Bill O'Brien and Hopkins weren't getting along. And do you know how good this guy is? What are the Houston Texans thinking? They just traded, arguably, one of the best players in all of football for a broken down David Johnson and a pick. What? Couldn't believe well, couldn't believe it when I saw it. Still stunned. Like DeAndre Hopkins is just really, really good. Really good. I I just wow. Just wow. Unbelievable. So that one surprised me. I just was stunned. I don't know what the Texans are doing and why Bill O'Brien as a coach is also Bill O'Brien, the general manager is just stupid. Oh, by the way, forget about the lions getting case Keenum as their backup quarterback. The Browns have signed him three years, $18 million, 10 million guaranteed to back up uh, Baker Mayfield. So the Browns today have signed Jack Conklin, Austin Hooper, the great tight end from the Falcons and case Keenum pretty big day. And, and this Brinson, Brinson Buckner being traded from the 49ers to the Colts for the 13th pick. Remember, Indianapolis needs a quarterback. So a trade-up, forget about that. That's not happening. Buckner's a beast. I would love, and they gave him $21 million a year. Uh, second highest, Aaron Donald. I love uh, Buckner. Or excuse me, DeForest Buckner. Did I call him Brinson Buckner? Jeez, the former Steeler. DeForest Buckner, excuse me. He's a stud. All right, folks, that'll do it for Locked on Lions on this day one of the non-tampering period of free agency. Everybody stay safe out there. Stay healthy, please. Wash your hands a lot. Stay inside. Stay home. Take all the precautions and the measures. Don't be hanging out with big groups of people out. All right, we wrap up Locked on Lions today. Now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on Lions. Have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow.